having thought it was extremely soft at the fuck, time. Fuck, but then, fuck, but then... Fuck. what are you, you doing? Okay, so I, I have um... a massive spider right in the corner of my room. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> Never seen him. He's going to fast. fetch a brick. <laughs> oh my oh, god, that's amazing. I thought he spilt scalding hot drink on himself. To be fair, I jumped because a fucking false widow ran at me in the garage before now, so I'm in no clue. Those things can be a little bit nasty, right? Can't you get, like, horrible infected bites from them? You can, yeah, from false widows, yeah. The thing is, because I'm scared of them, I have to know exactly where it is, and it's right in the corner, so I'm now having to get my missus to get a glass to come and deal (laughs) with it. Welcome everyone, I'm Adam and this is the World Famous Long Snapper Podcast. If you haven't heard of us and you've come across us recently, I don't know how because our social media presence is minimal at best. You may have spoken to my friend and colleague Paul Tracy, who exists somewhere in the northwest of England. He's been recommending this podcast. I don't know why, I doubt he listens, Um, but... (laughs) You will tell that we have no credentials whatsoever, but we're going to talk about the NFL anyway. Joining me today, we have Nate Oro, a miserable, whiny Indianapolis Colts fan. How are you doing, Nate? Uh, yeah, I'm all right. The Colts aren't causing me misery at the moment. It's the other fucking football team that I support, and it is. Yay! Patch Nate's um, moaning about Stevenage on the, the Borough Pod, or Borough Moan- Pod. Moaning isn't quite, doesn't do it justice. No, unbridled, unbridled rage this coming Thursday. <laughs> I, held, pl- I, I, I held off on Monday. It won't happen again tomorrow. Um, I listened to it. I wouldn't describe you as having held off, and but just just my opinion. Um, joining me also another Stevenish fan, um, also Jacksonville Jags fan, Patrick Jackson. How are you doing, Pat? Hello, I'm good. I'm, I'm looking forward to Nate treating Stevenage like uh, he treated the truck drivers of the M25 on uh, Monday morning. <laughs> um, Rich Newnham, a very happy-looking 49ers fan, is here as well. How are you doing, Rich? Always happy for Andy Reid, mate. You know that. Oh, we're all happy for Andy Reid. Who wouldn't be? Um, and last and least is Buffalo Bills fan Mark Salem. The reason we're starting about 10 minutes later than we planned to, um, there was a spider. Um, is everything all right, mate? Are you I'm still looking for other ones. Um, and it wasn't it wasn't a spider, it was a monster. <laughs> I mean it's demolished half his conservatory, obviously. I mean, that's the only reason why he would be scared of it, right? About the size of a 50 pence piece. Bigger than that. Well, <laughs> I, I don't like the fact that it's only out in my garden now. It feels like it needs to be a lot further away. Old or new 50 pence piece? That's the question. You? It's about the size of my face. <laughs> who who uses cash anymore? I can't remember what a 50 pence piece looks like. <laughs> I've, had this fuck, I've had this fucking thing for three weeks. I can't get rid of it. Nowhere <laughs> is taking money. Well, it's nowhere I go. I what? gave it to Mark for pizza. Oh yeah, that was a good pizza. We all got together and watched the Super Bowl, which was which was good. It was good. Oh, yeah, fun. That happened. That happened. It did happen. That was only <laughs> three days ago. Uh, it feels like a lot's happened. Um, not in the NFL world, uh, but we'll we'll get to that. Obviously, if you if you don't know, if this is the first time, if it's the first time you've listened. Um, yeah, you you'll know that we traditionally start with a quiz. Pat has got something well not rehashed it's craig's quiz it's craig's quiz today 
<laughs> yeah, where's where's Craig? Craig's um, two ah. quizzes. Ah. He's got two quizzes now, he claims. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, you may... so Craig, this was this has been uh, sold. You told us you'd done it, so uh, let's go, Craig. Enjoy. <laughs> he told he told us we had he had two quizzes, um, but in the same message, he also told us that he couldn't make the podcast. Uh, <laughs> next week, he'll have three. Um, <laughs> next week, we won't be recording. <laughs> Definitely um, won't be a podcast next week. No, I no, that's no. suspicious. <laughs> yeah, funny how he's timed it. Um, anyway, sorry, Pat. You uh, you have something for us that you've like you've actually done some prep for, and rather than just said you have. And so... Indeed, yes, we did blockbusters the other week. We had thirty four questions left over, so I've refreshed the board, and we're going to do some more. Nate, who would you like as your teammate? Oh, all right. Oh, now this is this is this is nice. Do I? It's Adam playing, or is it literally a free choice of anyone? Yeah, apart from me, because I'm asking the questions. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, see, oh, it's difficult. I'm probably going to go with Mark. Right. Oh, not Nate Don't and Mark. Don't go with me on this, Don't go with me on this game. Oh, Jesus, I'm screwed. Distra- <laughs> distracted Mark. <laughs> Nate and Mark versus... Oh, yeah, no, I didn't think about the distraction. Is distracted Mark <laughs> any better or worse than Adam playing by himself, basically? Nate and Mark versus Adam and Rich. Nate and I'm Mark, by myself, be... not with myself, just to be clear. Steady. <laughs> you're going to be light blue, going across the board. Adam and Rich, you're going to be red, going up and down the board. So we're going to start. Up... We don't have to get as many to win, which I know, feels I like know, a handicap. Why have you I chosen that, it this way round? I know that Pat had already decided that Nate would get to pick, and whoever got lumped with me, which would probably be Adam, got to go top to bottom. It's so obvious. I mean, it's 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 actually insulting, Rich. I'd be really insulted if I were you. I mean, I've listened back to my performance on quizzes. It's not that insulting. More accurate. Would you like a really. question now, or shall we just carry on with the banter? <laughs> sure. But actually, well, before we start, I'd like to check with you, Pat. And this might sound—I might live to regret these words—but have you brushed up on the rules of blockbusters since the last time? Um, I mean, I've I've reconfirmed my rules of blockbusters, yeah. <laughs> okay, because I, I didn't make a big fuss at the time. Um, yes, you did. But no, I, no, well, I did, but not about this. Um, about the fact that I connected top to bottom uh, before you actually awarded me the win. Um, and if you if you go back and have a look, you'll notice this: I a complete connection between top and bottom, and we still carried on. There was hey, another Adam. spot hey, up for grabs. Hey, hey, Adam, no one gives a shit. I do. <laughs> I've realised that nobody else does. Um, no. So I've got that out of the way. Um, carry on. The best kind of correct is technically correct, right? That's like, that's what you want to be. You're technically correct that you won. That's what, that's all that matters here. I won twice. I had to, I had to, not only won, <laughs> I then had to win again by getting an unnecessary question correct. Um, but I guess my reward is to be paired with Rich this time. So, you know, here we are. That and to pull the shit out of us all for two minutes before we start the quiz. (laughs) (laughs) First square is not a square. First hexagon. Second row. Second from the top. BTE. What BTE was drawn in the middle of First Energy Stadium in Cleveland during the 2022 season? I could describe it. Not with those letters. Nate. (laughs) Nate. Uh, now, I don't know whether the B is correct, but it's like Brownie the Elf. 
Brown of the Elf is spot on correct. <sighs> oh, well done. I said you were light blue. Bosh. Got the right colour for the square. Better than the It's a hexagon. This quiz. Whatever. <laughs> Nate, choose your next location. Uh, DS. DS. Which DS has won NFL Head Coach of the Year on the most occasions with Mark. four? Mark. Don Shula? Don Shula is correct. You got in there before I said three times for the Colts just to uh, cheer Nate up, which was uh, nice of you. <laughs> I wouldn't Mark. have got it. I wouldn't have got it. Choose your next square. Excellent. Let's go with WL. WL. Which WL had the lowest field goal percentage in 2022 for a kicker Mark. who featured in all 17 games? Mark. Mark. Will Lutz? Will Lutz is correct. What? This isn't going well, Rich, is it? I thought he was distracted. Quick, mm. there's another Mark, nest of spiders. Your... <laughs> <laughs> I do pick keep looking next... down there. <laughs> <laughs> pick your next uh, hexagon. Uh, JW. JW. Which <laughs> JW led the league in average reception length in 2022 with 18.1 yards per reception? Nate. Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle is correct. Oh. Feel free to buzz in if you know, Rich. I will. <laughs> Nate, pick your last hexagon. CK. CK. Which CK had the Nate. highest receptions? Nate. Uh, <laughs> this is so stupid. I don't know. Christian Kirk. I don't know. Christian Kirk is incorrect. You can ah! save it, fellas. Kay <laughs> had the highest receptions per game in the 2022 regular season with 8.3. Come on, Rich. Think of a receiver <laughs> with those initials. I don't know why you're um, shouting at me. You can answer these questions, do you know? I can't think. I, I, oh, Jesus. Highest um... receptions per game. 8.3. Oh, fuck's sake, I know who it is. Um, literally cannot process this. Oh, it seems more likely to be a receiver. I know, but, you know, oh. there's some really bad teams out there throwing it to the what's, what's What's the time limit on this, Pat? Oh, God. Oh, I you're know. on Mark's team. <laughs> yeah, that's a very Mark question as well. Oh. Uh, what? <laughs> I haven't not got a clue. No, no you idea whatsoever. Can I, can I guess? I, you can guess, but I can't give you the square. Oh, we're actually adhering to the rules of blockbusters. How about it, that? It's, it's, it's absolutely, yeah, it's absolutely last year's MVP Super Bowl, right? Obviously, it's Cooper Cup, yeah. I should give him the win on the fact that you couldn't remember Cooper <laughs> Cup, to be honest, but I'm not going to. JC, Jesus Christ, I can't believe you couldn't remember Cooper Cup's name. I mean, I mean the season's, the season's the over now, so... He was injured for, like, all of it, pretty much. Yeah, but it was receptions per game. The clue was in the question. <laughs> Which JC punted the most touchbacks in the 2022 regular season? The Tampa Bay. I could have just said, who's the Tampa Bay punter, but that's not as full a question. <laughs> I don't know who the Tampa Bay punter is. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, if you can't remember Cooper Cup, you're not going to remember Jake Kamara, are you? Jake <laughs> Kamara. Ah, sounds like a bad car. Okay. 
I've got oh, I've got ER on the board already. Which I shouldn't mm. know. Alright, we'll go Geo. Because we've literally talked about him on a podcast in the last month. Which GO led the league in regular season special team tackles for the second season in a row, despite changing teams during the off-season? Oh, Mark. Mark. Dana Orlovsky. Incorrect. How 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 have we got here? Oh, well, you know, Mark's, uh, Mark's guess attention. the only gunner anyone's ever heard of. Um... <laughs> I like the fact I... he was a d- double gunner. The first <laughs> time he set this, uh, he, he led the league in special team tackles. It was for the Colts. It's too late now. Mark's locked him out the question, <laughs> and he knows it as well. <laughs> I, he mentioned it on the pod. It was George Odom. Odom. I wasn't getting that. Uh... Oh, and I've deleted the entire fucking Mexican. Good luck. <laughs> I'm going to go for a second BB because I've got two BB questions. So why the fuck not? BB. Brilliant. Which BB had the most fair catches in the 2022 regular season with 20? Is this like, this Jets? is just a special teams quiz? <laughs> well, it is Pat. Special so. teams Adam, 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 I think Adam. I know this. Braxton Berrios. Braxton Berrios, right? Oh. <laughs> got yeah. some life. Rich, Rich, we're, we're, uh, on the board. we could be onto something here. Adam prolongs the quiz. You, you, Adam, you where you going next? Obviously. Good. Going AE. As far away as possible from this clusterfuck at the bottom right. What AE led the league in yards after catch in the 2022 regular season? Nate. Nate. Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler is correct. Nate, where are you going? BY. BY. This is going to test you for later on this summer. What BY is the current bookies' favourite to the number one overall pick in 2020? Nate was first. Bryce Young. Bryce Young is correct. Win the quiz. Well played. Look forward to the listen back to hear how yes. far I was actually behind Nate because on my end it was pretty much the same time. It's but I know that, me- I know that means it's half a second behind. On my end it was Nate, Rich, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I beat Mark. Just, I didn't even I was, hear I was distracted. The second I, <laughs> the second I saw the hexagon with uh, CK, I was like, that's Christian Kirk. If we get a chance, I'm going to do it as soon as he starts asking the question. <laughs> well played, uh, chaps. I felt I felt really not on it, as you could probably tell. Nothing was jumping out at me. Oh, my, my brain is my brain is unlike Mark. Lots of things jumping out. Mark. Really, <laughs> that's my that's my um that's my first long snapper quiz win, and I'm delighted. Yes. Well, I mean, it's, it. it's it's not it really. Was, it's Mark. It was more no, it was more him than Mark. No, he Mostly got more than me. Definitely. <laughs> I think I think Mark only got one, maybe two. They they do this. They during the pandemic they were doing blockbusters at work, and I kept going playing on my own and beating people. And they stopped letting me play. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm undefeated. I'm undefeated still. <laughs> I I suspect that will remain the same. And they're not uh, going to let you play again, are they? I might leave now. I'm done for the evening. I don't care what happens to me. <laughs> I, do, I do enjoy. I do enjoy blockbusters from pat it's it's a great change up of the quiz and long may it continue into the next few seasons pat I mean, it makes sense while he's still got some questions and, uh... <laughs> that wouldn't have I been relevant milk another one out of this if we need it <laughs> I, I, think, I, I, I think if we have another one like that you might get three more out of it <laughs> <laughs> it's quite quick 
All right. Do, do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna shock you and suggest yeah. that we we actually talk about the Super Bowl, like first. Yeah. Half time was good. Last week we got more than so Rihanna was good. More than forty minutes into the podcast last week before we mentioned the <laughs> upcoming game. So I'm gonna flip it. What do we all think? We well, I, I don't know why I'm asking you because I know because we all watched it together. But let's tell anybody who's not us who's listening what we all thought. And um, I'm going to go with a level-headed start and start with you, Pat. Um, the best team yeah. won. I would say so. Yes, it was a good game, and Nate was right that I was wrong when I said the Eagles would win. Although I was pleased that my final score happened and stayed happened for about four minutes. And then the Chiefs took the lead and never looked back. And it was one of those games where it ebbed and flowed. Eagles started off well, but couldn't maintain it. Their D was worse than expected, maybe because of the quality of the Chiefs' offence and partly because of the uh, nature of the surface, which caused a lot of teams some troubles, but may have affected their pass rush more than anything else. It's hard to know what balance of that was the Chiefs' excellent O-line and what balance of that was the conditions. I think that's probably the same for both teams, so you can make it a scratch uh, scratch point. But Chiefs won it. Chiefs deserve to win it. Harrison Butker just about pulled himself together after a missed field goal and a nearly missed extra point to kick the game winner. There was a, a penalty which robbed us of a really good ending close to the end, but I don't think it affected the outcome of the game as much as the uh, ridiculous Jalen Hurts fumble and punt, which uh, helped Nick Bolton for his scoop and score. Yeah, should we should we start there with the the egregious hole because that seems to be the thing that the world's focusing on rather than the <laughs> the fantastic performance from the Kansas City Chiefs, which it was. Um, I think it's one of those. There've been, um, funnily enough, before we before we were on air, we were moaning about soft penalties in football. Um, Arsenal have got one tonight. Um, it looks like about seventy six have gone against Stevenage in the last couple of weeks. Um, Week. but it's I I think it I kind of see it as one of those that technically it's probably the right call but it's not the call that anyone wants to see made because it it's just really soft right as Craig explained to us at great length on the night it was technically a correct call and you know Bradbury admitted to a slight hold after the game as well but when you look at it on the balance of the entirety of the season and I've watched every snap that Gaming 40s didn't miss that's it's about 80 percent of snaps probably that is yeah. Yeah. that's the sort of contact that isn't flagged the majority of the time and it wasn't flagged in that game the majority of the time we had a no call on Juju Smith Schuster earlier in the game that was worse than that in terms of contact so to change your strictness at that point in the game either based on the time of the game or the field position of the game doesn't seem right and it makes it very difficult for defensive backs to know how much contact they can get away with if you're changing the strictness with which you referee the game based on where it is or when it is yeah it's i think i think uh i mean you, you sort of nailed it there but like it's just it's just a case that there, there needs to be a bit of common sense with these sort of plays right has it stopped him getting anywhere near the ball to make reception no because the throw was fucking horrendous. The throw was overthrown <laughs> by 20 yards. That tiny pull has literally maybe taken a yard off of him at most. Not I'm, even being, that. I'm being generous with a yard. I'm talking probably two inches. It was literally the softest little pull. If you're giving that 
you might as well just stop. You might you might as well just stop my stop all rules and go and play in the fucking XFL and just fuck it all. Like it's just bollocks. It's absolute. I, I think I think for what it's worth, Pat Mahomes was actually throwing the ball away. Yeah, and then um, pointing and, at the foul to. Indicate. And if if that's yeah. if that's PI, you could argue it's uncatchable. Uh, yeah. But with a with holding the rules slightly different, um, it's just it's just not a foul. Uh, I don't care whether I don't. I just don't care whether the 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 wording of the rule it suggests that oh actually any any grab that's seen is is call worthy. It's just bollocks. If it makes any difference to the outcome of the play, absolutely fucking call it. If it makes absolutely no difference, fuck it off because it's just ruined ruins the end of the game. It's not ruined the game as a spectacle. The game was great, but it's ruined that last few minutes. The last couple of minutes where it's the, just that well, be the most exciting. Well, fuck, we know what's going to happen now. They're going to fucking eke their way down the field. They're going to field, kick a field goal, and nothing's the Eagles aren't going to have a chance to come back at it. And that's exactly what happened. It's shit. And the referee who called that and threw that flag should be shot. On the flip side, Bradbury <laughs> did say that he held him and he, and he hoped that the referees wouldn't spot it and that they did. Like if he's come out and said, I. There's, there was nothing different on that play to every other play that they didn't call. But, and, and I'm with you, I was disappointed on the grounds that it it would have been very exciting to see whether the whether the Eagles, you know, with what, a minute and 20 and no timeouts could have done something to, you know, level, th- level things up, get us into overtime or, or even get some crazy play that ends up in a touchdown. I agree with you that it was definitely a bit of a, just a bit of a, like let down ending just a little bit a little bit flat at the end of the game but at it's the same job, time proper jobs worth in it proper jobs worth but at the same time it, it's 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 a foul and if the referees decide to call a foul they'll call a foul and if you're giving them that decision that's what happens yeah i'm i'm totally with you on that rich i think i think it's a foul it's a foul it's a foul i don't think you can judge about whether you're going to give a foul based on how much of an exciting end of the game you're potentially ruining. The the defensive back has said it was a penalty. The 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 like I've seen holds like that. And it isn't the bit that they focused on during the game, the touch on his back at the end. It's the pull before that, before he turns in his break that's the penalty. It's a penalty. Um, it's, if you're throwing a flag on that, you should be throwing fifty a game. Then I I see, well, see I, I've seen plenty. That, that's the issue here. Yeah, that's the issue. I, I don't think it. it I, I disagree with you that it's done. It, it, they've been more strict, and I've seen that call loads of times during the season and every other season. I've I'm seen lucky less for you. given. Yeah, well, exactly. I've seen less given than that. And yes, there's been times that there's been more not called. That's just refereeing inconsistency. But I think it's a penalty, and I've got no. Yes, I'm. I'm disappointed that we didn't get the chance to see the Eagles ah, go downfield right. in a minute 45 right. here's... seconds to go. But that's a different thing. That isn't about whether the call was right or not, because the call was right. Right. I, I want to debunk this by have by having a ridiculous conversation at this point. In fact, I might just have a ridiculous straw poll on this. Right. Say that flag isn't thrown. The Kansas City Chiefs kick a field goal and the Eagles have a minute and a half with one timeout. One timeout. Yeah. One timeout. Um, Right, straw poll. What happens, um, Mark? Uh, with you. They ki- they kick a field goal and equalise. And who wins in overtime? I don't know. No, I'm, I'm asking you. I'm asking <laughs> you. <laughs> the Chiefs. All right, Nate. What happens? 
They kick a field goal and the Chiefs win in overtime. All right. Pat, what happens? I mean, there's still a chance Butker misses the field goal because I know there's a starting point. But I think he makes the field goal and the Eagles fail to maximize their short time drive and lose by three points still. I don't think it checks the outcome at all. All right. Rich loses us that drive. Uh, I think uh, the Eagles panic. Field goal is made because it's not that much further out. Um, the Eagles panic and fuck it up and run out of run out of downs. I think that the field goal is kicked and some the the drive the Eagles drive ends in like Jalen Hurts throwing an interception or something. I don't think they get it done. That's five out of five telling you Eagles fans that you would have lost the game anyway. Pretty unanimous. Um, why are we arguing about it? There you go. That's- I mean, it's important. I mean, it's important. I don't think it's a foul. Pure, pure and simple. I don't give a fuck. And the timing of the foul, the timing of it is irrelevant. Like, I don't get, I don't care if it was called in the first minute, it was called in the last minute. I just think it's bollocks. I think it's nitpicking. It's bullshit. They go fuck off. If that's in the in a Super Bowl and the opposition, does oh, I'll that, be delighted. You're calling I don't for a foul. You're calling <laughs> I'll for a foul. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be delighted. I'm desperate for a fucking win. Can, can we have that happen the other way around though? Because that would be incredible. <laughs> I'd be, I've, oh, I'd lap that up. Um, I, I am not playing your games today. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, pity. Um, all right, what about the rest of the game? Pat Mahomes, um, what a performance! Like, it's pretty I'm, good. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. Even, I don't care what. I don't care what you say. Adam is good. Was better. I'm not having any of that. I don't. I, I think Jalen Hurts had a, a remarkable display. The thing about Pat Mahomes is that he he wasn't able to do a huge amount of Pat Mahomesy things in the first half, and then he goes down, hurts his ankle, and with with the Eagles ten points up and Mahomes hobbling off, you suddenly start to think. Like in my head, I was thinking this looks like an Eagles win all day long, and you wonder if it, is it going to be you know is it even going to be Pat Mahomes who's throwing the ball for the Chiefs second half? The fact that he was able to come out and put together enough to look incredible. Like, look, he took it up another level again um, to, to the fact where the Chiefs scored on every possession in the second half. Um, that, to me, shows how good he is. You know, not this these crazy magic throws that he can do. The fact that he was able to come out in the Super Bowl in that situation with an injury and put together a second-half performance when that team needed it the most on the biggest stage, that's what makes him especially as he is. It was incredible. What capped it off was that mazy 25, 26-yard run when they desperately needed it yeah, to extend yeah. the drive. And his ankles hurt a couple of times and looked like he could barely hobble off the pitch. And yet somehow still was he's, elusive enough he to, seems to have one of those runs. around four or five people. He's not even like fast. He's just yeah. smart. He just, every game he manages one of those somewhere just when you need it. He's a proper slippery little bastard, isn't he? Patrick Mahomes. In in the exact opposite way that his brother is a proper slippery little bastard. Um, oh, don't bring think, him up. I think oh. I think I think the uh I think obviously Mahomes is incredible and it's and he is a ridiculous specimen of human being. Uh, I think props has to be given to uh Andy Reid for the whole play design, everything in the second half. He just <laughs> managed that game perfectly, the, like absolutely. That touchdown perfect. to Tony, like it just, just so, just sexy. 
You mean that it's touchdown too... that they did twice? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. The reversal of it afterwards oh, is fantastic. Very Andy Reid to be like, well, this this worked on one of their corners. Maybe it'll work yeah. on the other one too. The, the, reaction, <laughs> the, react, the reaction in the room on the first one where all of us were like, Oh, oh yeah! Oh, <laughs> I think there was that not a round of applause. It wasn't even us cheering. We just sat there and applauded it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then to do it again is unreal. I I want to mention a, another chief who I thought had an absolutely spectacular game, even though he didn't necessarily put up massive, massive numbers. Was Pacheco? I thought he was yeah. he was brilliant. Um, did a lot of hard work to maintain those drives that they needed in the second half that man runs as angry as a back as i've seen in five ten years he looks unreal and he's he's a rookie this year but only really seemed to start to emerge second half of the year um when some of their other uh options that were higher up the depth chart got injured uh, and I don't think they're looking back. I think he is He is now their run game. As long as he can stay injury-free, I think they've got an absolute player there. 75 yards and a touchdown was was a brilliant showing from him. And a lot of those 75 yards, it wasn't like one of those was a 45-yard, you know, somebody opened up a hole and he went for it. It was they were all angry, earned. hard yards in there, <laughs> yeah. weren't they? Yeah. Was Every earned. single inch was furious, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. I think you've, got, you've got to give props to that, the offensive line. Um because the, the two things that we knew, right? Everyone knew going into this game that it was the, the Chiefs, um, sorry, the, the Eagles D-line was going to dominate. And it was just a case of how often they were able to get to Pat Mahomes and that the Eagles were going to be able to run the ball really effectively. And the the Chiefs had more rushing yards and a far higher average um, yard per carry. And the Eagles didn't get a single sack. And I think a lot of credit has to go to the, the offensive line, the, the performance that they were able to do to help the running game and to keep Pat Mahomes upright as much as they possibly did. Um, that for me was, that's the game. I think for me, it's what the trenches battle being won by the chiefs offensive line was spectacular and shouldn't be overlooked. The game for me was the first drive of the second half. The, the, the Eagles, like I think the Eagles are going to some, in some quarters be seen to maybe have blown it a bit, or you might blame the holding call or whatever. Um, but they played really well. It's like really, really well in that first half. Like looked really good. Just justified the hype because we we've been asking questions all year, not for any like not any reason detrimental to the Eagles, but just we hadn't just hadn't seen them be tested enough. Um, and they obviously were going to be tested, and they were, and they played really, really well. Um, offensively brilliant, especially in the first half. Um, ten points, ten points lead at halftime, and. That Chiefs first drive in the second half, I just watched that and thought, like they're they're just going to keep doing that, and I don't think the I don't think the Eagles are going to match them. And it was from that point, it just seemed inevitable. And that's you know, Mahomes has been there and done it, and the Chiefs have been there and done it. Andy Reid's been there and done it, and the Eagles hadn't. And that's just that's just how I saw it. It just felt like as soon as that momentum shifted, and they weren't going to get it back. Um, and that's part of the reason I think if that holding call wasn't called, that's that's how it would have ended. Um, and just the, you know, it was a three point margin, but that was just when the game ended and where the where the clock was really. Um, and it was that pendulum just kept swinging towards the Chiefs the longer the game went on. 
Absolutely. I've already started seeing some people saying, oh, yeah, no, we told you the Eagles were frauds. We told you they had a cupcake schedule and this is what it gets you. And you're like, mate, this they wasn't lost that, the biggest no. game of the season by three points to an absolute powerhouse team. OK, they scored 35 points on the Chiefs and lost narrowly. So your sour Cowboys grapes and your sour giant grapes can get in the bin. They had a really good go at it. I thought yeah, I was going to say yeah. I was going to say the same thing. One of the biggest things for me, I mean, Adam, you talk about the the Chiefs coming back. One of the things that was impressive was that the Eagles didn't seem to really panic at the point where the Chiefs took the lead. They were like, "All right, no, no we saw no. what you're up to here. We're gonna we're gonna get back on level terms." Leveled it, did the two point conversion that they needed, and uh, you know there wasn't there wasn't a sense of like, "Oh shit, oh shit, everything's gone wrong," and like panic on that that touchdown drive. They looked all right. I mean, like you say, it was just the, the clock ended at that point in the game where, you know, you can just kick that field goal and it's all over. It did well, obviously the, the Chiefs. Like whoever uh, had the ball, whoever had the ball properly last was gonna win. And yeah, so it was so it transpired except for that ridiculous throw at the end. I mean, I think obviously the you, yeah, you could say who had the ball last. The Chiefs only needed a field goal obviously to win it at that point they i had the, just had the feeling that they could have perhaps scored a touchdown if they needed it on that drive as well, um, well they, the way... they, they they absolutely should have done he stopped on the one yard line <laughs> well yeah 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 yeah, yeah touche <laughs> um but, but yeah before that yeah, they might have gone for it on fourth down after that if that hold had been a non hold if they needed to obviously they didn't need to but can you imagine how many people now that betting is legitimate in or actually allowed generally in the States were furious at that moment when he went down on the one yard line. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> no, that's cost me 200 bucks. Didn't it, didn't it cost Craig some money? Didn't Craig have Did him on for a, t- for a touchdown and X amount of yards? Yeah. Oh, I don't think it was, oh, he had, Devo- he had Smith, didn't he? I'm not sure, but it, yeah, absolutely. Really impressive that he did that. Um, and a lot of, a lot of players wouldn't. And we've seen a lot of players not do that. <laughs> and yeah. the, 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 who was it for the Giants? Um, I mean, it didn't matter in the end, but uh, um, who scored? Or yeah, I can't, I've forgotten now. But um, yeah, we've seen that scenario before, and we've seen it not go the right way. The Cleveland Browns in the regular season against the Jets. Well, even even just you, only, he only needed to get what three yards, but he was only the the it was what. Third, I think it was. No, it, it didn't even need the, to. It didn't need. No, it was just it, like. But it was like once he'd broken the tackle that he needed to break to get down near the one. It's like, oh shit! You, you know, your momentum's already taking you that way. But he knew exactly where he was. You know, on the on the first viewing, I thought he panicked and then had just slid at the right moment. But they showed a view from the from behind the goal where basically you can just see him go, "Yeah, all right, I'm in the right spot," and just go down. Also, to you needed an bounds. eagle to tackle him into the end zone, but they've kind of just gone. <laughs> we'll we'll just stop. Let let him in. Yeah. It's it's yeah. it that, that yeah that to me given what the adrenaline levels in the the, the what the, <laughs> the, the adrenaline levels <laughs> given you know what I'm trying to say everyone ev- still- everyone needs to be careful of their adrenaline levels at that point. Don't they? <laughs> Adam's still drunk from Sunday night. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much. Um, do you think that was on him, or do you think that someone has said to him just before the start, "Don't fucking score, lad"? 
<laughs> oh, that's absolutely been called in the huddle. Yeah, I Some think so, right? Yeah, it has to have been. Because, 100%. you know, that, that's one thing that you level at Andy Reid. He doesn't traditionally have the best management when it comes to that type of scenario. So, like, it's, it would seem that there's someone sensible in that huddle has said to him, they're going to probably just let you go. Just slide on your ass. Keep it in bounds. Cheers. Cheers, lads. Uh, it's it, it's still a player still got to do it whatever the instructions and like I've, I've could only I can't possibly imagine what it must be like to be a yard from the end zone in the Super Bowl <laughs> like, can you... and no everybody's like it's going to be furious if you go in <laughs> and a few betting punters furious if you don't um, but you know in the in the it was in the immortal words of uh Josh Jacobs, I don't care about your fantasy team. That it's just I don't care about your bets. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh god, that's another new thing for players, isn't it? Now you're getting slaughtered for whether you go in or not on a for someone's fucking bet that they've made. What What did anyone make of Juju's tweet the following day? Sad uh, Valentine's twat. one. The Valentine's one. Some, I mean, he sums up the guy. I think it's like, like, yeah, I, exactly what Nate said. Guys, guys, a bit of a bellend. We we knew it at Steelers. It, nothing's changed, has it? We thought, may I thought maybe uh, him going to the to the uh, to the Chiefs would settle things down. Maybe Andy Reid would kick his head in if he was acted a cunt. Doesn't look like it's going to happen. Uh, he'll be on his ass. He'll be on. He'll be out the door because he doesn't really bring much to that offense, does he? Is it? Not is it um, unique? Has he, has at least Andy Reid got him to stop doing the dancing on other teams' logos on TikTok thing? He that, stopped that that was, he'd stopped that before he left the yeah, Steelers. Yeah. Because that was because the Mike, thing that really pissed me off. Like, fuck yeah, off with yeah. that shit. No, Tomlin, Tomlin sat him down and was like, you got to stop that shit. <laughs> By the way, we're cutting you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> he's lucky that Travis Kelsey's on his team, so he's not the biggest looking Belland on the team. Oh, what a prick that man is. Cannot stand cannot stand him. He's like on the thing going, no one believed in us, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you've got fucking... You were literally the preseason favourites. Yeah. Like, everyone <laughs> but... was expecting you to be in that game. Fuck off. What a, what a bell. It's funny, you what, could... like, what teams Does... use. The motivation that they find to, like... For... Does he think they were the plucky underdog? Or, like... <laughs> I think, like, I think like the Chiefs... It? It's quite clear that, especially since the playoffs, that the Chiefs have used this like no one's respecting us, no one thinks we're gonna win thing in the locker room as, as a locker room motivation, no doubt. And um, you can see but what they... happened after the Bengals game, after this game. This is definitely something that, that has got into them and has needled them. Um but and they not fine, listen to Tony case... Romo or Chris Collinsworth uh, uh, years uh, everywhere every time they commentate on them. Like... I get it. <laughs> I get it. But they've clearly used it. And if it's worked for them, fine. I don't care what the team uses to motivate yourself, but then the old... stop going to every fucking after-match interview and spouting on about it. You know, just internalize Did, it. Didn't Fine. he have? Didn't he ever go at the mayor of Kansas City or something? The mayor, like the mayor of Cincinnati. But the mayor oh, of Cincinnati yeah. before the game against the Bengals had suggested as a joke. That was warranted. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah suggested as a joke that um, I, I think it was Joe Burrow was um, Pat Mahomes' father. And that he needed oh, to do a DNA yeah. test. And oh, so, uh, there was there was the burrowhead thing as well. Actually, yeah. I quite I I was I I got that the bur I was fine with the burrowhead stuff motivating them. I had no problem with that. But but you'll always find some bollocks like that from some idiot that said something. Um, 
yeah. just generally like there was there was never any doubt in people's minds that the Chiefs, as long as they played to their potential, were going to be there or thereabouts yeah. later on in the in the playoffs. I just, I just, it's the way, it's the way he delivers it as well. He just comes across as such a fucking prick. Like yeah. he's, he's the guy that like, so, like some, some mates are standing around and like somebody's like shouting a bit at someone else in a jovial way. And he'll just pile in and start trying to like shout at everyone and throw punches and stuff. He's that kind of guy. Like no, no idea what's going on, but it's just like, just getting into everyone because he feels like it. It's angry the whole he's time. A- He's a very, very good player, but the way he acts after wins makes me want him to retire. He's got to be close now, hasn't he? Oh, he's it's, 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 it's absolutely yeah. any music. Mercy. Uh, it's, yeah, he's not done. He's not done yet, is he? Um, but I, by, by the way, that, that Juju tweet, I know it's, I know oh, it's yeah. wrong and I know it's dickish, but it kind of made me laugh. <laughs> but that's because of the target, right? That's only because of the target. Yeah, I have no issue with laughing at Eagles players, but it's it's a dick move. It's a bad winner thing to do, isn't it? It's that classic, just being an arsehole. And it's not like they were having... It's not like like there's a lot of beef between the two players going back years, in which case you could understand digs on social media. It's just him being an arsehole. Uh, What uh, what was... Sorry. I was just say it's also like not like Juju was the standout performer that won that game. Exactly Like Like what... (laughs) Did you really contribute that much? Like you could have put any receiver, almost any receiver in the league, in in your spot, and the outcome would have been identical. It's it's a bit worse for the fact that he's actually sort of admitted it was a hold and been magnanimous about it. <laughs> so it, it just like it's you're not kicking a guy who's been whinging. You're kicking a guy who's been as sporting as you could possibly be, right? And right. they're being being a dick, but it still kind of made me laugh, as I say. Yes. It's weird. Like I would have no issue with that shit aimed at the Eagles fans, but a, a guy actually doesn't seem like an arsehole. Although he might be breaking your all cornerbacks are arseholes rule by being uh, quite a good loser. Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Let's pretend. Let's pretend that hadn't happened. And um, there's Gardner Johnson on the other side. For Christ's sake, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. It's got to offset that somehow. Um, yeah. Any any other thoughts about the game? Maybe maybe not. I don't know. Um, I I think good. the uh, yeah yeah. <laughs> I, I, it, it's it's nice. I quite liked it. it there's been some shit ones recently, hasn't there? So it was nice. Yeah. It was a Super Bowl that was entertaining and like you know yeah exciting to the end. I thought the I thought the Eagles. Uh, I think the Eagles played. I don't know. It, it's weird. The, the Eagles played really really well in patches. And like the best sort of plays and drives they put together were probably better than most of what the Chiefs did. But the Chiefs were so relentless and consistent that it, it won them the game because the, the, the Eagles just couldn't keep it up. But I thought the Eagles' first half was sensational. And a special and, shout out and, as well to uh, to Dallas Goddard. I thought he was phenomenal. Unreal. Oh, yeah. yes. Some unreal. of the catches, incredible. I thought he were like, first half especially, I thought his display for someone who so, I I thought was a bit of a no-name tight end in all honesty, but I thought he was incredible. A lot of yeah. big third downs as well. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. Much. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't necessarily they had like a massive 150 yard game. It was that every time he was needed to do something for that offense, he did. 
he moved the chains relentlessly, which is exactly what you want from the tight end. You know, we tight ends traditionally, they're not all like Kelsey Kittles who are going to get you 15, 20 yards just through sheer will of force of will, right? They're going to be the players that you go to when you need that third down. You need a big lad who's just going to catch it and and bully anybody else off of it like whilst he's around him. And that's exactly what he did. And that catch over the sideline, people still arguing. Sorry, people. People. Cowboys fans are still arguing that it wasn't a catch, <laughs> right? But get, get in the fucking bin. That was a wonderful catch. A good good, good on the Eagles. Good on Jalen Hurts for recognising that that's, that's where the opportunities lay. I think you've got you, you talk about complementary football and that you, what you need to win in the playoffs and this was ex- like the complete epitome of that wasn't it from the from the chiefs and that the offense second half were incredible defense got a massive play with the fumble scoop and score huge plays on special teams for that run back on the punt return to to set them up for the second touchdown every phase for Kansas City did their job and didn't let them down and they needed all of them to get over the line right this eagles team was was yeah we I mean Adam you mentioned it earlier the fact that the Eagles a lot of people have been saying well they've not really been tested and we said it we didn't think they'd really been battle tested but they they went toe to toe and fair play to them and the only reason I'm not more disappointed for them than uh, is because of their fans just being absolute dickheads and uh, <laughs> and I haven't mm. seen any reports from the city of Philadelphia about how much of it has been burnt to the ground, but I suspect that might be because the whole thing's been burnt to the ground. <laughs> I, I, I did see a, I did see a video of a car being turned over, and then I read the caption saying that. Then I read the caption saying that that was forty five minutes before kickoff. Like, oh. Yeah, they're animals, just animals, <laughs> no, and they seem never, to revel in it. Never so. changed. Was it was it not the Eagles fans who during the pandemic piped booing noise into their stadium? Just to <laughs> I'm sure that was them. It doesn't happen anywhere else, but they did. It's Good lads. Phenomenal, isn't it? <laughs> Actually, Adam I kind, of, I kind that, of respect that. Yeah, Adam would be pleased that Devonta Smith was the chief, uh, the Eagles' most threatened looking wide receiver. Yeah, but so, some of that I'd hate to say it, but some of that is the attention that AJ is probably getting. That's true, um, and he caught that one beautiful touchdown over the two two um, defenders. It yeah. was so that that's that's absolute that's a like a masterclass in how to just how to catch and how to secure the ball. That was I feel like I said that on the night. I was like, that is a fucking great catch over the shoulder, and I don't know who it was, but someone was like, it's all right. It's not that good. Coverage, <laughs> coverage, coverage was blown. No one was there. I'm like, Are you fucking mad? <laughs> I mean, my bitterness was talking. If I'm honest, as you as you well know, <laughs> but I was trying to be the bigger man. I can I can revert to bitterness. It won't take much. I can be right back there. Um, <laughs> glad the prick didn't get a ring. Also, there's always well, next year. The the main reason, the elephant in the room, the real reason why Philly didn't win was sitting Brett Kern, uh, the the guy who <laughs> the guy who got them there. Um, and then you go back to your injured shit punter. You deserve everything you get, Philadelphia. And that's true, actually. That 37-yard punt that Juju returned back into the red zone was actually uh, really important. That's such a beautifully timed yawn from me there. Love that. <laughs> Genuinely um, just tired. It's got nothing to do with you talking about Brett Kern, but I really appreciate the timing as well. <laughs> 
I mean, it was while Pat was talking, but it was definitely aimed at me. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I tried. I tried. I tried to summon it up a bit quicker, and I failed. I apologize, Pat. You never make. <laughs> you never make me yawn. <laughs> All right, there's there's some other stuff going on in the NFL. Is um, there? Yeah, a couple of head coaches have got jobs. Oh, I haven't heard. Appointed. Is it just Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, surprise no, hire at uh, Jeff, hu- surprise hire at the Titans. Jeff, Jeff <laughs> I mean, we have. <laughs> oh, fucking hell, wow. that would be so good. <laughs> we oh. do have a head coach in situ, um, but you know, why oh not? god. Uh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's the... that's the other reason why when someone said Philadelphia, there's always next year. Is there? Their coaching staff's been gutted. Uh, True, yeah, it has. Well, yeah, the two obviously the two coaches that have been appointed were the two Philly coordinators. Um, so well, let's let's start with Shane Steichen. Um, from it's an annoying name to say, isn't it? I assume he's I assume he's from Bavaria or somewhere. By the way, say I did it, see say it loudly in a German accent. It's very satisfying. Stein Steichen. There you go. Um, he has, by the way, I've seen this that he has a a two and six record when coaching on a Saturday. Don't know what that says, um, but, uh, but he's coached in college. Uh, well, no, I think that's like when he's coordinator high, and uh, whatever high school. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's been a coach in the NFL for like ten years. He was at the Chargers. Uh, I think he was actually their offensive coordinator as well before becoming Eagles offensive coordinator. Um, I've been doing some homework on this. You've done more than um, I have. Yeah, well, there you go. He's now the Indianapolis head coach. Are you happy with that appointment? All joking I aside? Am. I am. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad. Uh, no, it, look, the, the, the Philly offense this year has been excellent. And I know Nick Sirianni is an offensive-minded head coach, uh, but uh, I loved Sirianni in Indy. And if uh, me old mate Shane can come in and bring me any part of that, then I'll be delighted. I just want interest in football. I want entertaining football. I don't even care if we, like, don't win everything, right? I just want to enjoy watching football again. That's all I care about right now. I just want to enjoy watching football again, and I enjoy I enjoyed watching the Philly offense this year. Is there in one there, issue mate. here? Is there uh, one issue with this? In that you've enjoyed watching the the Philly offense that has a a nice shiny Jalen Hurts as its quarterback. I can't see Matt Ryan playing in quite the same way. Why 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 are you idiots still talking about fucking quarterbacks that aren't rookies? Like there's not a chance that any other quarterback is starting. Well, you say, hold on, hold on. You say that. Fuck off. Fuck off. You say that, but Philip Rivers has actually ruled himself out of. He's had to come out and rule himself out. Because idiots like you, Bricks, keep fucking talking about other quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. Phil Rivers listens to us religiously. Yeah, right, right. Idiots like you, Brits, not exclusively you, Bricks. Idiots <laughs> like it's you, just, Bricks. It's just nice that we're in the mix. I mean, um, yeah, Jim Ursay is the sort of guy who would listen to this, to be honest. <laughs> Jim, if, you, if you're listening, get me over there. I'll sort some shit out. 
<laughs> I do I do think that um while you say he's got a nice shiny Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts has stepped up massively over the last 18 months. Correct. And a lot of that you'd think would be down to offensive coordinator and the coaching staff there. So Correct. but Matt Ryan ain't gonna do that. I never know. I could see Matt Ryan being a dual threat running. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so you're basically relying on the fact that if you want to enjoy it under this coach, and I get it, it's a good hire, but it's... it's Philip Rivers like, has to come back. Yeah. It, yeah. You need, no, get, what... you need to get Jeff Saturday in to coach Phil Rivers next year, and that's what's going to take them forward. So uh, I, think I think with you're, all, just, with you're relying the... on hitting on you're relying on hitting on another Jalen Hurts, aren't you? It's there's it's always the thing about when you take a well, coordinator mm. out of the scheme that they're in and then insert them into another um into another situation, you're relying on like lightning striking twice in the same we, place. We have if... we, the, the quarterback that we pick up in the draft has to succeed. They're like for for this work, for Ballard to keep his job, for the new head coach to keep his job, for whoever that he is that he brings in as his coordinators to, to keep their jobs, this quarterback has to work. But that's easier it's... said than done. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, it's not something Ab- you want to rely on. No, no, no. Abso- absolutely. And I am fucking like, I'm already miserable. I don't <laughs> like, it's so, it's so unlikely that it's all going to fall into place. It could, but it's so unlikely. But like, there are no other hopes for me to like, have nothing else for me to pin my hopes on. This is it. We have to draft a quarterback high and we have to really go into the season with it. There are no rookie. F- there are no free agent quarterbacks worth picking up. There are no trade. There are no quarterbacks worth trading for that are available. So really, it has to be the the rookie. And I will not accept anything else. If Matt Ryan starts. I am not watching. If Derek Carr starts, I am not watching. <laughs> if Sam Erlinger starts, I am. I, I'm not watching. I'll watch if Phil Rivers starts, but it's not going to happen. Like <laughs> that. Like that's it. And if and if Aaron Rodgers. Start. It starts. I'm not going to watch any NFL. Like it's just that's how it is. It has to be a rookie. I'm just. I think. I think one of the big things I say about this is that the Eagles' um, way of playing, uh, particularly the the. I mean, they didn't have a particularly great run, running game in the Super Bowl, but generally this season, their run game has been pretty strong and their offensive line has been good in both the run game and pass protection. And that is, that is what the Colts need. That offensive line play this year was utterly dog shit. And if you can turn some of that round and even just get it to like average, just average for rushing and and passing, you will be a much, much better team. And I think that, you know, you've got you, you're bringing a guy who's done things like that in Philly, and obviously, you never know with the coordinator quite how much responsibility they have. Can they get that coach that they want to bring with them that's going to do that job, or do they have to settle for someone that they're not quite sure is going to be it? But you've got to think that it's got to get better than what it was last season and the year before, and all the way back to Andrew Luck getting killed year after year as well. Yeah, yep, yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't, so it's almost definitely going to be it's almost definitely going to be CJ Stroud that comes in to the Colts unless some crazy trade shit happens. Bryce Young will be going to the uh, to the Texans, so it looks like it's going to be CJ Stroud, who is not a Jalen Hurts style quarterback. He's got a great arm, but he's also been playing at Ohio State, where you have like <laughs> the pick of all wide receivers. 
basically, you know, it's them that they have the best wide receivers or quite regularly in, in the draft. Um, so it, it's, it's, it's a tough position to be in. Um, and I decided that I'm not going to look too deeply at the quarterbacks this off season. Cause I don't want to get my hopes up on one and then be disappointed. But also I just don't want to sort of, I don't want to know what we're letting ourselves in for. I just want to experience it for the first time. And if it's bad, it's bad. Fuck it. I'll stop watching because I can't do it. That that the pain of the season. I can't. I, I don't know how Adam and well Mark, Pat, any of you have done it for so long. Like it's ridiculous. It's I can't. I can't handle it anymore. Like I just want. I just, I just want Andrew Luck back, man. I've <laughs> like, been a Bills what, fan for thirty years. What what yeah. you want to do, Nate? Well, is remember you wanna, when you EJ play... Manuel was the the hope for the future? <laughs> oh, God. First QB taken in that year's draft. Yeah, it was eighth overall for fuck's sake. I think. Jesus, yeah, that's never a great sign. Um, um, I I do think the uh, the one thing you want to really focus on here is to get a guy in the top three, and then the following year draft a quarterback with the very last pick of the draft. That seems to be the most successful way of getting <laughs> guys going to be good. <laughs> Yeah, as long as you give up a shitload of picks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Ideally, oh, you want it saying. for the guy who's going to be your future backup. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. <laughs> um, all right, the the other Eagles coordinator who's got himself a head coach job, Jonathan Gannon, uh, the, the Cardinals. Um, you know, again, logical, right? Yeah, <laughs> um, they don't quite have the depth of talent on that D-line that he's been used to working with, so that'll be interesting. Well, similar conversation, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but it's it's the it's actual talent rather than like because the 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 in the O-line has talent there. I mean, Nate's talked about the fact that they brought in a lot of free agent decent guys who've been good elsewhere, whereas I mean the Cardinals basically were relying on a seventy-eight-year-old JJ Watt this year. Um, I don't know that they've got much there. Obviously, he'll, you'd think he'll be given a couple of years to try and build things up how he wants it. But I mean, the Cardinals, Cardinals. Willie, Willie. <laughs> well, I mean, they gave Cliff Kingsbury fucking four years, and that guy was a not a good head coach. Put it that way. It's it's a tricky one, isn't it? I always uh, like as as I mentioned earlier on, it's you can only do so much when you're going from a situation where you've got really really good players to a situation where you don't have really, really good players. There's certain things that a head coach is responsible for. But for me, it's more about the shifting culture of the organisation and the way that the players there view what they're trying to do. And without talent, you'll you'll get a certain distance. But you're right, he, the guy's got to be given time, but it almost has to be like a like a, a, an overhaul of the roster. It needs so, so many years so many drafts in order to be able to get them to being a, a team that I think is vaguely competitive. And if he doesn't get given the time, it's just another, Dude, that's what, it's what shit organizations do, isn't it? What they have though, arguably is their guy at quarterback. And that can often be the hardest thing for, for any team. Now, now whether, whether maybe that's looking at everything else that they've got and you think, well, Kyler's probably one of the best pieces, um, but you you're assuming that they're gonna they're gonna build from there. I mean, what else do you do? I think I think Kyler's probably the biggest question mark right now. Hmm. I I genuinely think he he's a player that I've begrudgingly very much enjoyed watching in terms of what he's done so far. But with that injury and with 
there's, the way know, things have gone in that there, organization though, that can be but we've seen it we've seen it before i mean i'm not saying he's an rg3 but we've seen players that talented get injured and just never be the same again like i i i agree with you he should be the starting building block but the problem is they've got probably half a dozen genuinely talented players and then the rest of that roster is just moribund and most most of those talented players they're trying to tr- trade away right yeah so I it's, mean, it's, it's a, a complete, complete blow it up blow it all up i mean i i wouldn't actually be i suspect because of the acl injury he's not going to be on the trade block this year but i wouldn't be at all surprised if they have a shit season next this season coming and Kyler plays whether he gets traded away the following off season we will just see just an attempt I, I to think really I'd, completely start again from scratch I, they're, they're not challenging um, for the NFC spot in the Super Bowl in 2023 I think we can all agree on that yeah. um, it's breaking just a, news. yeah breaking <laughs> breaking news well, well they're nailed on now I said that obviously <laughs> please no please no <laughs> Kurt, Kurt Warner might make a comeback and take them back there, but yeah, it's uh, it feels like yeah, it's a it's a big task, that's for sure. <laughs> um, but big tasks have have been won in the past. Um, other, other news, I mean, I don't know, I don't know what the latest is on Aaron Rodgers and his time in a darkened house. Um, Who cares? But... He was on Pat McAfee this week talking about it, saying he's done. Uh... Yoga oh, retreats and stuff. No, he's done yoga retreats and stuff, but he's never done the blackout thing. So he's really excited. It's like, have you got nothing better to talk about, you fucking dull bastard? Like, what? Yeah. I can't imagine. I can't begin yeah. to imagine what that experience would be like. Um, but, what, having uh... to listen to Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All um, year next season, Nate. Yeah. Pat, Pat McAfee's <laughs> got to have enough influence to to make that happen. Um, I mean, I didn't want to talk about that. I want to talk about Derek Carr, who's now officially a free agent. <laughs> the Titans next quarterback, I hear. Well, yeah, possibly. <laughs> I don't. I don't get that. It wouldn't be an improvement. <laughs> Is there an improvement? Well, that just sounds like you're scared of it. If, if that's what you think. Um, no, well, there are there are teams. So someone's going to pick Derek Carr up, right? Um, Absolutely, oh, of course. And he, like he, it's the sort of guy that we love to we love to have a pop at. But actually, like he's not bad. He's not great. But Craig's he's not, not here. Craig's not here. You you can't bait him when he's not in the room. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to bait Craig. I don't. I think like he he can do a job to a certain extent in a lot of places. He could. Derek Carr strikes me as you know that there's a show that um, around the NFL do preseason that's the the prime meridian of quarterbacks that used to be referred to as the Dalton scale. Where yes, if you've yes. got a quarterback that is better than Andy Dalton, you're okay. If he's worse than Andy Dalton, you're in serious issue. And if he's Andy <laughs> Dalton, he's just this meh quarterback. Derek Carr <laughs> for me is kind of that new Andy Dalton. He's like the he's the very median quarterback that if you've got better quarterback than him you're not in bad shape. If you've got a worse quarterback than him, then you're in serious fucking trouble. <laughs> if you've got him, you're, you're, you're okay. You ain't going to win any Super Bowls, but you're all right. You know, you could, you could. Your be first, worse. first round of the playoffs, maybe if you have a good year. And <laughs> if everything else goes very, very well. Yeah. yeah I think, you know, he's... that's what Andy Dalton kept doing like year yeah. after year. It'd be like, Oh, the, the Bengals would make the playoffs and they'd be, 
they play Houston every single year and lose <laughs> yeah. and lose to like Brock Osweiler, whoever whoever they had. And he's then just, he's just such a middle of the road. It, like it, it's 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 an organization that gets him in. It's kind of like a resigned yourself to mediocrity. It's like when teams used to sign Andy Carroll. You weren't going to do anything with Andy Carroll as you're as leading the line. So why are you bothering? At least He's... aim to try and do something exciting. Yeah, come on, Reading, because that's where Andy Carroll currently is. Exactly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> breaking breaking Christian Eriksen, the cunt. So oh, was Andy that Carroll. Yeah. That's Andy Carroll. Oh, right. <laughs> Not Derek Carr. No, he's well, not yeah, which he sounds is, like a thoroughly nice family guy. Is he? I've no I idea. Do, I don't I, care. I just, you know, he's. I don't know. He's just. Like, he's a nothing quarterback. He's, he's, he's. I don't think he's a terrible quarterback. But you're not going to win the Super Bowl with Andy with um Andy Dalton with Derek Carr. <laughs> I mean, definitely not going to win well with Andy Dalton. <laughs> not these days. That's that's the 2023 comeback player of the year, Andy Dalton. You heard it here <laughs> first. <laughs> All right, straw poll. Where Ooh. will Derek Carr end up? Um, Rich. Oh, come back to me. Oh, pathetic. Stop out. So I've, got, I've got to try and think of actual NFL teams because my brain's oh. wiped literally all that knowledge from my head. <laughs> Doesn't show. Um, Pat, you were mocking him. Where's he going to end up? Panthers. And I do like the fact he stuck the middle finger up at the Ravens and refused to be traded so they had to cut him. Oh, he had that clause. He had every right to. Um... It's the thing I like most of his entire career so far. <laughs> uh, Mark, where's he going to end up? Jets. Nate, where's he going to end up? Saints. Uh, Rich, have you thought of a team yet? Baltimore. Baltimore? What? That's... They're going to they're trade Lamar away and he's going to end up there. Okay. So where does Lamar go? Now, I wouldn't mind Lamar in Indy. In all seriousness, I think he ends up he ends up being a bridge quarterback on a like one or two year deal somewhere. Um, probably maybe Indianapolis. Sorry, but I think I. But on a deal that allows them to move their rookie in in front of him as soon as they think they're rookie. I think it's really really funny, but I don't understand why he why like Indy would pick him up when they've got Matt Ryan and potentially because drafting Matt Ryan a rookie. Will be, Matt Ryan like, will be like well, they well, save yeah, so well, much well, on the for Derek packet. Carr. <laughs> yes, because they'll save a fuck ton cutting him and signing Derek Carr. I genuinely could see that. I think I think he'll end up as a he'll he's the kind of quarterback that will go somewhere. In fact, he could end up at the Buccaneers, if I'm honest. He's the kind of quarterback that will go somewhere where he'll back himself to um to play well enough to keep whatever rookie or other quarterbacks are out and then fail to do so. Uh, Aaron Rodgers to the Buccaneers, Derek Carr to the Jets. There you go. That's my I think, opinion. I think the Todd Downing impact at the at the Jets. <laughs> Might well be because oh, he was God. the he, he was the QB coach and offensive coordinator during the the car good years um, when he was at the Raiders. So I I wonder if they're oh, get the band be... back together exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, 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 isn't NFL if anything is totally that it's like oh I coached him eight years ago when he was decent. Like, I can definitely make that magic happen again. Yeah, um, every, so everyone's making that. everyone's making the Devontae Adams mistake. Exactly, he was good in college. Yeah, must still be good now. Defo. Or the Falcons, maybe? I don't know. I mean, he, he, I don't think he's the first quarterback to get signed out of that lot. I think he's going to be someone's second or third choice, and that's how he ends up getting on a roster. Yeah, it, there's, 
as we all know, there aren't enough quarterbacks to go around. So the fact that he's been released already gives him an advantage. Surely he's like ahead, yeah. a bit ahead of the game now. But a lot of teams will be looking at the Aaron Rodgers situation, thinking if we can get him for two years, we'll yeah. take him. Who's going for Aaron Rodgers? Honestly, what prick organization has decided? The, that's the Raiders, the Raiders, <laughs> probably Scientology, the Bucks. Who knows? I actually, the Raiders does fit, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. I, it's, we're wildly speculating, but we can. <laughs> Because we literally don't know anything more than the players. Like the, the players, are the only people that really know what they want to do. The Raiders well, should be Aaron able to trust Stetson Bennett. Stetson Aaron Bennett, oh. yeah, fresh off his uh, DUI. Stetson Bennett will have the best name of all of the rookies. Oh, surely <laughs> not. We can find better. Than that. <laughs> well, there you go. That's something to work on. All right. Any other NFL news? Because I don't have any more. Do we think Eric Bieniemy finally gets his head coaching job at the at the Commanders? No. <laughs> Wouldn't it have happened by now? I don't know. Well, he's interviewing there. That was announced earlier. Oh, was it? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, sorry. Offensive coordinator. My bad. He's why would you? Why would he go there? But <clears throat> he's not going from OC to OC. Well, it's not happening. It's just won the Super there's... Bowl again. There's too much stuff. There's too many ex players have come out slagging him off. I I think that have suggested that he's good in a like creating a, a scheme, but he's not a good man manager. And to be a head coach, that's more important. And I I suspect that that's what's cost him getting head coaching gigs up to now. He's just it might be that he's a bit of a dick. I think I think if I think if he goes to the if he goes to the commanders as an OC, I think that kills any chance he ever has of being a head coach somewhere else. Because you're basically yeah. you're you're taking would you? a sideways move to a significantly worse organization just to try and get out of the shadow of Andy Reid. And if At you Mahomes, can't... Carson Wentz. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't even <laughs> know. Get Carson... I don't think he even gets Carson Wentz. I think Jimmy G ends up there next year. Oh God! Give me it's Taylor just... Heineke. What did he? What Why did he not, ever right? do wrong? Yeah. Um... None of them are Pat Mahomes though. Yeah. Right. It's no, no one else is that why, why, but, why, but I can why? I can see him making that move to try and prove that it's not all just Andy Reid, but I can also see him failing miserably to prove that it's not all Andy Reid. <laughs> I mean, a lot of it's Andy Reid, and I think we all know that. I think yeah. the world knows that. It's a I bit see, like all how many how many Belichick coordinators like shat the bed as the head coach, like from oh, <laughs> coming God, out from under his that. shadow. I am still so happy we didn't end up with that fucking snake McDaniels. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny funny how things go, isn't it? Like it's, that was proper hilarious to everyone else at the time, like that doing you the dirty. But uh, yeah, it it couldn't. Have Dude, sorry, doing better. who the day? It wasn't us. Well, yeah, <laughs> quite quite. Yeah. Um, all right, there we go. I think I think we're done with NFL chat um, for another season. Wow, there we go. Um, yeah, obviously we'll bring you all the the usual regular off season content. See you in August. <laughs> <laughs> is that you officially stepping away from a tough snapper? So, well, no, we're no, never, we're just not going to do it. We just won't do any episodes between now and then. <laughs> well, we'll do we'll do the tough snapper quiz. Definitely. Oh, yeah, I'll be in for that. I'll That'll be that. Uh, that will. I'll happen. do what I did last off season, which is try and nag people to get together once a month and have a vaguely news update episode, <laughs> and maybe manage once every six to eight weeks. I'm I just always like in for that. 
Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll do we'll do we'll try and do more of that this off season. How about that? We'll do a, um, an in depth draft analysis episode, or <laughs> we no, <laughs> or we get together around the draft and just talk about about how our favorite oh, announcers. Or I like favorite... Canadian Adam. Where did that come <laughs> from? <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know where that it's came a boot. from. A boot. Did he? It's a boot pride. We would probably get together around the time of the draft and solely talk about the XFL or some nonsense like that. Get, get, get together around then and just play Fibbage and Scriblash and stuff instead. Now you're talking. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, all right. Any other business then? We have got there, finally. Um, Pat, why don't you kick us off? Any other business? I'm glad you came to me, Chris, because I've got a fairly serious one. Uh, I wanted to say... Trans rights are human rights, and there's a unpleasant group in the media and in politics who are trying to scapegoat these people, and it's led to a death. And don't get drawn in by them inventing something for you to hate and fear, and then telling you that they're the people who can protect you from it. These are just people trying to live their lives, and they're the same, they deserve the same dignity as the rest of us. So just be nicer. Yeah. Be, no, be nicer. Just just be kind. Mm-hmm. You don't it's know what difficult. other people are going through. Just be kind. Just don't don't be an absolute prick. Yeah. Um speak speaking of which, um <laughs> I knew I knew that was gonna be <laughs> I was just wrestling with I was wrestling with myself for a second, like should I should I should I should I go there? Yeah. Uh, it is literally the most Adam sentence. Yeah, all right. Let's go. Let's go there. Speaking of absolute pricks, um, Mark, any other business? Please. Ah, you didn't think I was going there, did you? Did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't really have anything clever to say, which is standard. But I think it's time to kill off the Brits now. Maybe it's um just the the nation, <laughs> the, <laughs> <gosh>. <laughs> the uh, the musical event. Um, it's... Oh, is, are they still doing that? Yeah, it was on the other day. It's mm. it's a fucking shower of a program now that needs to just be put out of its misery. Chris, Chris Evans still host it. It it would have been better. Um, <laughs> it's yeah, it's fucking <laughs> dreadful. It like it was semi decent in like the mid mid to late nineties. It's been gradually getting worse since then. And fuck me, this one was dreadful. I'm sure that you all saw Sam Smith's attempt at an outfit. Um, <laughs> I saw I saw Jarvis Cocker come on and mock Michael Jackson. Perfect. That That's might have been last year. I'm not sure. That's what you want. It. That's what you want. Yeah. It, without that, it's shit and it just needs to be stopped. I've had enough of it. <laughs> Seems be. a bit harsh though. Dead Michael Jackson last year getting mocked by uh... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean he's, he's he's turned up and done that twenty years too late, let's face it. <laughs> it's just full just of dragged like... his coffin in behind him. <laughs> the way that they insist on cutting to the presenter and trying to have awkward conversations with half-cut people in the crowd um, who don't want to talk to you, and it was—it's just shit. And please, please, that's enough. Stop it now. But you've got to think about the cocaine industry, and it'll be <laughs> on it on its knees if you've been that. I, I, I mean, yeah. the musical in- industry will still exist. Yeah, I think they'll, <laughs> they'll still find a yeah, way. It'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, let's just let's just stop now. The fact that I think Harry Styles won an award that included the category R and B in it, and fuck off, just yeah. just stop. 
<laughs> you should remember him. He played for Doncaster. <laughs> He's in that Marvel probably the film. thing he probably the thing he did best. <laughs> All right, um, Nathaniel. Any other business? Is that your name? It's Nathan, I imagine. Um, I don't know where that came from. I did that to Greg Kett the other day. Well, I suddenly called him Gregory, and he's like, "I'm not Gregorius Kett." Gregorius. He didn't. He didn't. He tried to claim he's just Greg, but it's short for something, right? Anyway, mate. Uh, for, for a second, I did wonder who the fuck you were talking to. Um, <laughs> uh, I want to. I want to say that uh, first of all, I want to uh, say thank you to you lot for uh, for having me. Generally, in a, involved with Long Snapper, but. Uh, this Sunday at uh, in the little Super Bowl gathering, it was fucking excellent. And uh, one thing that I was stunned by, is stunned the right word? Yeah, I suppose stunned, stunned by and and uh, really happy to see was that despite the fact that we all sit in a room and we'll call each other pricks all evening and Mark will scream numbers at Rich while he's trying to count. <laughs> Uh, um, but then get really angry if anyone has the audacity to interfere with his game. Right? I love the fact that aside from that, you guys are all going out to the kitchen, going, "Oh, can I get you a? Can I get you a drink? Just try this one." And you're sharing drinks, and it's genuinely the most surprisingly wholesome <laughs> group of like mates. I've ever been involved with and it was wonderful and I just had a great time and I wanted to say cheers boys that's all well and good but you've just lost us half our listenership uh, long they won't like surprisingly you wholesome is a great tagline <laughs> I mean I still think you're all cunts yeah, we're a fucking lovely <laughs> thank bunch. you thank you <laughs> we're wholesome cunts all of us um, yeah. yeah just 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 that yeah that's cheers. how it should be you know you, that's exactly how it should be um, who's who's left, Rich? Uh, there's an episode title that'll be interesting to see whether you can sneak through the uh, systems. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to I want to echo what Nate said uh, to a man who won't listen to this podcast because, despite sort of following the Packers and sort of enjoying NFL and watching the Super Bowl every year, mostly with us, uh, Chris for some reason doesn't listen to this nonsense. Um, but thanks to him anyway for hosting. It was it was genuinely very enjoyable. Um, all of us getting together at his little place and what what a lovely setup to watch the game i felt felt like it was we could have been sat in a cinema for all the uh comfortable seating <laughs> that was going on there it was lovely not um, want to try in with the cinema so he's not listening but thanks chris it was great um yeah, the other thing is been. because we won't record between now and then uh, i have to mention the fact that uh ted lasso season three is coming oh in a month. yes march 15th yes. i will be on that it's it's I'm genuinely very excited for that. Possibly the last season, but I'm excited for it anyway. Does it make me a prick that I've never watched it? No, it no. just means yes. that you Yes, it does. <laughs> okay. Good uh, to know. Thanks, thanks, mate. That's not the reason you're a prick, Mark. <laughs> um, well, I was hoping that there'd be... I was aware that there were a lot more. <laughs> no, uh, I only got Apple TV because I got it free with my phone subscription. Um, I hadn't bothered until then because... I didn't think there was that much on it. There's actually surprisingly a decent amount of content on Apple TV. There's, there's some quite good stuff on there, actually. Yeah, there is, uh, yeah. it's not it's not as good as it's not as like overwhelmingly huge as Netflix, but there's there's some decent stuff. 
but like the 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 quality is much higher on uh apple music because there's not ninety thousand titles that uh, like no one is going to watch the, the thing that I've I, I, bizarrely, I think the thing that's put me off watching it so far is that my only exposure to Ted Lasso is the odd thing that appears on social media where it's like a scene that's got him monologuing about, you know, some deeper, meaningful quote. And I'm like, is that what this show is? Is that like, is it funny or is it just him? Oh, it's like, hilarious. It's, it's putting gen- the world to rights all the it's, time. It's genuinely funny. And that scene, I've deliberately shied away from showing people who haven't seen it that scene because it doesn't work without the context of everything that's Well, there's loads like it. that. There's the, yeah, the scene yeah. where he's playing darts. There's the scene where he's... You just uh, watch it, seriously. Just watch it. The problem is you can't you can't get you can't just the scene where he's talking about his the scene where he's talking about his mate's dog that he has to adopt and things like that. It just that's all I've seen of it, and it feels like that's all the show is. No, it's not. Those those probably only two or three of those in the entire thing. Right. Maybe a little more. But those are the kind of because of everything that's come before it, they're the things that are impactful for people who are watching it and the fans of the show like they're the things that it's the culmination of of everything comes together at that point but it's it's not what the show is the show is funny and silly and heartfelt and and wonderful and those things it 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 annoys me when people are sharing them to people that have never watched it because it doesn't it doesn't work it just seems sanctimonious outside of the context of the show exactly it's 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 not it's not remotely reflective of, of the show as a whole which is it's a fucking riot. It's and entertaining, need, but it, and you'll but love Roy is, Kent because he's basically Roy Keane. Yeah, there is an awful there, there is an awful there is an awful lot of there is an awful lot of heart in the show from start to finish. But those big monologues are such a tiny part of it. It gets it gets it's the heart from just little interactions you see generally throughout it, little pieces here and there. Those big things are really very much the pivotal moments of series and seasons. You know, it's not it's not what it's all about. There's always just watch it. There's always an op- right. offer somewhere with Apple TV. I will. Like you don't I've got, it, I've, like, I've got it, Adam. I just haven't watched it. Oh, you're just a <laughs> double idiot. Oh, then you are a prick. <laughs> <laughs> um I am gonna finish by morning um the soft drink that is Lilt. Um, as as you may have seen in the news, Lilt. Now this made this made me briefly panic uh, that Lilt has been discontinued after fifty years. Uh, if you don't live in the UK or Ireland or the Seychelles, you've probably never seen it. Um, but it's the totally tropical taste of pineapple and grapefruit. Um, uh, but it's not been discontinued. It's been rebranded as Fanta Pineapple and Grapefruit. The the news oh. coverage this has got is quite incredible and that's what um, this, and is, that's this is exactly a <laughs> um, really mark, this is really mark um funny enough um that's exactly where i was going hurry the fuck up <laughs> and get there then <laughs> the, the, the coca-cola company were really confused as to why they were only selling lil in the seychelles and hoddleston <laughs> <laughs> yeah so all, i didn't all, know that adam went on holiday to the seychelles all of this i've never been to seychelles <laughs> Um, all of this hype um, and it's it's a rebrand and somebody is getting a nice big fat bonus for thinking of that one um, because all these people that have forgotten the lilt existed are now like oh yeah 
I like I like Lil. I'm going to buy some Fanta, pineapple, and grapefruit, and they'll probably change it back to Lil next year. Exactly that. That's what will happen. It <laughs> yeah. won't even. It will never happen. I'm convinced. Do you remember? It will never do you remember happen. Pasta Hut? Um, <laughs> they were going to rename Pizza Hut's Pasta Hut. Um, that it reminds me of that. Um, what a publicity stunt! And sometimes they work. So hats off to them. There you go. So you there. say you say what a publicity stunt. I've literally seen nothing about this. The only thing I, I've seen about well, it is Adam really whinging about it. It wasn't a whinge. This is up Every, there with the. Um, you do is a whinge. This is up there with them taking the bounties out of the celebration boxes that never actually happened, yet made national news because a good PR firm decided they would try and make it into a national story and succeeded. Um, is it, it, it works? I was furious because they're the only ones out of that fucking box I will it eat. Was, it was oh, the you're best. the person eating the bounties. It was, yeah, they're fucking uh, sensational. And if you don't, of course you water. like bounties. That explains everything. <laughs> that absolutely explains everything. Yeah, oh. it was their best sales day or the best sales week that I think Bounty has ever had in the day and week after that <laughs> announcement. As it, as, as it happens, we don't buy celebrations in South. So it's all about Quality Street. No, oh, fi- poor, finally, <laughs> finally, I see eye to eye with you. No, no, no. Bad no. taste in football teams and bad taste in chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> but I will remember to see the mountains from now and stop taking them into work. <laughs> Just drop drop them around the Lamex randomly. I, 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 I look forward to just around Christmas time, Pat just dumping like a massive like bag, bag of bounty in front of me. Miniature you know bounty. he will. He absolutely will as well. <laughs> that would be sensational. I just love the idea of Pat sidling up to Nate at a Stevenage game and just surreptitiously dropping ba- mini bounties into his pocket. Be like, Pat, your, we, like your granddad giving a... you Werther's original. Like... Pat, if we can get a steward suspicious about the handover, <laughs> they wouldn't do anything about it because the stewards at Stevenage are fucking useless. But I assume that in my head, the stewards at Stevenage are like that meme. That yes, like... very much so. <laughs> there was a pitch just... invader on Saturday, and yeah. none of the stewards moved a fucking no. inch. <laughs> It, it, took, it took two Stevenage players to stop the uh, 15-year-old from punching Andy Cook, who, if you're unfamiliar with Andy Cook, would murder most adult men. Um, <laughs> He's a triangle. He would have absolutely destroyed this kid. <laughs> yeah. The, um, the, the steward's reaction was very much like Monty Python and the Holy Grail. You know the scene where John Cleese is running and running and running. It's just the same clip of him coming up over the edge of the hill <laughs> over and over again. He starts from the same point every time and he plays about six times and then suddenly he's there, stabs a guard, runs in, the other guy's like hey! <laughs> it was very much It was very much like that. The stewards were like, oh, there's there's a guy there and the stewards from where he came just watched while the stewards from the other side of the stadium started to slowly not run, meander their way toward him. <laughs> <laughs> we better we better make it look like we're doing something about this. <laughs> well, the 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 uh, the guy had time to jump back into the stand and get back up to where he came from before a steward got near him. <laughs> um, he'll be back next week, right? No lifetime no, ban. He, no, he was arrested and he's been given a lifetime ban because he's already been banned from away games. <laughs> oh, okay. Jesus, he's 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 growing a moustache this week then. Past fifteen, uh, he's not growing his tash. He's no, no, no. He's 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 probably uh holding his behind and pretending that it didn't hurt, and he's fine. He's not going to cry <laughs> at night. 
All right, we are done. Thanks, everyone. Um, it has been a pleasure. Another season. How long do we got to wait? How long is that now? That is seven, maybe? Yeah. Seven, bloody hell. This one was the best one. Oh, absolutely. Because I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Um, Pod pod MVP (laughs) was definitely Pat. Yeah, it was Pat again. Yeah. Obviously. (laughs) Obviously. Bringing any semblance of reasonableness and stats to the pod. Oh, Christ. Can you... Imagine if we did a podcast award, like for ourselves, the <laughs> level of arguments and bickering. <laughs> we, we couldn't even agree on Pat Mahomes as league MVP. The only yeah, person we that we would all agree on is Pat being basically everything. I mean, you're yeah. right. You're right, but we'd we'd say we'd argue about it first. I can um, think of I can think of other pods that might give themselves awards. We're not like that. We can't be bothered. Yeah. And- Frankly, it's and... the off season. It is now the off season. We've got better things to do, like <laughs> like anything else. Um, yeah. In fact. Yeah. Time. Time. <laughs> time for a break. We'll be back soon. Soon. Bye. <laughs>